Welcome to Manna for Breakfast, the daily Bible reading devotional which chronologically takes you through the Word of God from Genesis to Revelation in one year. Grab a cup of coffee and your Bible and join us as we journey together through God's Word. Good morning, everyone. I think I'm ready to go. Another dash to the mic for Manna for Breakfast. Um, so if you guys are ready to go, because I just got everything set up. I haven't even looked at the jokes for today. Let's move over to this day in, in history, trivia, and see what happened on this day. Mm, first regularly recorded seven-day-a-week TV broadcast in 1931. CBS begins broadcasting their experimental station, W2XAB, New York. Okay. Doesn't say really what they did. Programming includes television ghost, Ellen Hayes, and piano lessons. Piano lesson. The Monkey Trial, July 21st. This day, 1925, John Scopes is found guilty of teaching evolution in Tennessee and fined $100. Previous March, Tennessee made it a misdemeanor to teach the theory that denies the story of the divine creation of man as taught in the Bible and to teach instead that man has descended from the lower order of animals. High school teacher John Scope defied the law by teaching. Evolution in the classroom, famous lawyer and three-time presidential candidate William Jennings Bryan volunteered to prosecute attorney Clarence Darrow. Of course, we all know that he, uh, he paid the fine, was convicted, but the the... The favor went to him. The end lawyer had a great argument, and the person defending uh, creationism had not really done their homework and was not um, up as they are today with the real science of what's really going on. So it's sad. This is what changed, started making the change where now, at any moment, it's going to be illegal. Well, it is illegal. They don't allow you to teach creationism in class, period, um, which is very, very Sad. I don't find you yet that I know of, but probably lose your job over it. So um, that was what happened on this day. Jesse James' first train robbery, 1873, July 1st, with his brother James. That's interesting. The first battle of Bull Run on this day, 1861, first major battle of the war from Stonewall Jackson. Received his name from delaying the attack. The, uh, well, the last one. Coldest recorded day. July 21st, 1983, minus 128.6 degrees in Antarctica. That is cold. <laughs> I've been in, um, that's minus 89 for you guys in Canada, um, Celsius. I've been in minus 60. It's close, close I've ever been. That's close I've ever been. Man, is it, is it cold. Um, well, let's see if we have anything in the dad joke department or not. Uh, because I was running, I didn't have my normal things lined up. I burned my Hawaiian pizza. I should have, I should have used Aloha temperature. <laughs> Aloha temperature. Um, <laughs> how about? Let's see if I can find another one. Jokes about German sausages are the. Worst. <laughs> Never make your password beef strew. It's not stroganoff. Stro- 
Strong enough, strong enough. Okay. We shall move over to the reading for today. So find your place. Not a lot, not a whole bunch today. Proverbs 21, 22, and 23 is all. Well, Father, thank you for this morning. We do come before you asking that you would uh, direct our thoughts, direct our eyes as we look into these things and read these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Okay. Proverbs 21 through 23. The king's heart is like channels of water in the hand of the Lord. He turns it wherever he wishes. Every man's way is right in his own eyes, but the Lord weighs the hearts. To do righteousness and justice is desired by the Lord more than sacrifice. Haughty eyes and a proud heart, the lamp of the wicked, is sin. The plans of the diligent lead surely to advantage, but everyone who is haughty comes surely to poverty. The acquisition of treasures is a lying tongue, is a fleeting vapor, the pursuit of death. Violence of the wicked will drag them away, because they refuse to act with justice. The way of the guilty man is crooked. But as for the pure, his conduct is upright. It is better to live in a corner of a roof than in a house shared with a contentious woman. The soul of the wicked desires evil. His neighbor finds no favor in his eyes. When the scoffer is punished, the naive becomes wise. But when the wise is instructed, he receives knowledge. The righteous one considers the house of the wicked, turning the wicked to ruin. He who shuts his ear to the cry of the poor will also cry himself and not be answered. A gift in secret subdues anger, and a bribe in the bosom strong wrath. The exercise of justice is joy for the righteous, but is terror to the workers of iniquity. The man who wanders from the way of understanding will rest in the assembly of the dead. He who loves pleasure will become a poor man. He who loves wine and oil will not become rich. The wicked is a ransom for the righteous, and the treacherous is in the place of the upright. It is better to live in a desert land than with a contentious and vexing woman. There is precious treasure and oil in the dwelling of the wise, but the foolish man swallows it up. He who pursues righteousness and loyalty finds life, righteousness, and honor. A wise man scales the city of the mighty and brings down the stronghold in which they trust. He who guards his mouth and his tongue guards his soul from trouble. Proud, haughty scoffer are his names who act with insolent pride. The desire of the sluggard puts him to death for his hand refuses to work. All day long he is craving while the righteous gives and does not hold back. The sacrifice of the wicked is an abomination How much more when he brings it with evil intent? A false witness will perish, but the man who listens to the truth will speak forever. The wicked man displays a bold face, but as for the upright, he makes his way sure. There's no wisdom and no understanding and no counsel against the Lord. The horse is prepared for the day of battle, but victory belongs to the Lord. Chapter 22. A good name is to be more desired than great wealth. 
favor is better than silver and gold. The rich and the poor have a common bond. The Lord is the maker of them all. The prudent sees the evil and hides himself. But the naive go on and are punished for it. The reward of humility and the fear of the Lord are riches, honor, and life. Thorns and snares are in the way of the perverse. He who guards himself will be far from them. Train up a child in the way that he should go. Even when he is old, he will not depart from it. The rich rules over the poor, and the borrower becomes lender to the slave. He who sows iniquity will reap vanity, and the rod of his fury will perish. He who is generous will be blessed, for he gives some of his food to the poor. Drive out the scoffer, and contention will go out. Even strife and dishonor will cease. He who loves purity of heart and knows whose speech is gracious, the king is his friend. The eyes of the Lord preserve knowledge, and he overthrows the words of the treacherous man. The sluggard says, There is a lion outside. I will be killed in the streets. The mouth of the adulteress is a deep pit. He who is cursed of the Lord will fall into it. Foolishness is bound up in the heart of a child. The rod of discipline will remove it far from him. He who oppresses the poor to make more for himself or who gives to the rich will only come to poverty. Incline your ears to hear the words of the wise and apply your mind to my knowledge. For it will be pleasant if you keep them within you that they may be ready on your lips so that your trust may be in the Lord. I have taught you today, even you. Have I not written to you excellent things of counsels and knowledge to make you know the certainty of the words of truth that you may correctly answer him who sent you? Do not rob the poor because he is poor or crush the afflicted at the gate. For the Lord will plead their case and take the life of those who rob them. Do not associate with a man given to anger or go with a hot-tempered man. Oh, you will learn his ways and find a snare for yourself. Do not be among those who give pledges, among those who become guarantors for debts. If you have nothing with which to pay, why should he take your bed from under you? Do not move the ancient boundary which your fathers have set. Do you see a man skilled in his work? He will stand before kings. He will not stand before obscure men. Chapter 23 When you sit down and dine with a ruler, consider carefully what is before you, and put a knife to your throat if you are a man of great appetite. Do not desire his delicacies, for it is deceptive food. Do not weary yourself to gain wealth. Cease from consideration of it. When you set your eyes on it, it is gone. For wealth certainly makes itself wings like an eagle that flies towards the heavens. Do not eat the bread of a selfish man or desire his delicacies. For as he thinks within himself, so he is. He says to you, eat and drink, but his heart is not with you. You will vomit up the morsel you have eaten and waste your compliments. Do not speak in the hearing of a fool for he will despise the wisdom of your words. And do not move the ancient boundary or go into the fields of the fatherless. For their Redeemer is strong, and he will plead their case against you. Apply your heart to discipline, 
and your ears to words of knowledge. Do not hold back discipline from the child. Although you strike him with the rod, he will not die. You shall strike him with the rod and rescue his soul from Sheol. My brother, if your heart is wise, my own heart also will be glad, and my innermost being will rejoice when your lips speak what is right. Do not let your heart envy sinners, but live in the fear of the Lord always. Surely there is a future, and your hope will not be cut off. Listen, my son, and be wise, and direct your heart in the way. Do not be with heavy drinkers of wine, or with gluttonous eaters of meat. For the heavy drinker and the glutton will come to poverty, and drowsiness will clothe one with rags. Listen to your father who begot you, and do not despise your mother when she is old. Buy truth and do not sell it. Get wisdom and instruction and understanding. The father of the righteous will greatly rejoice, and he who sires a wise son will be glad in him. Let your father and your mother be glad, and let her rejoice who gave birth to you. Give me your heart, my son, and let your eyes delight in my ways. For a harlot is a deep pit, and an adulterous woman is a narrow well. Surely she lurks as a robber, and increases the faithless among men. Who has woe? Who has sorrow? Who has contentions? Who has complaining? Who has wounds without cause? Who has redness of eyes? Those who linger long over wine. Those who go to taste mixed wine. Do not look on the wine when it is red, when it sparkles in the cup, when it goes down smoothly. At the last it bites like a serpent, it stings like a viper. Your eyes will see strange things, your mind will utter perverse things, and you will be like one who lies down in the middle of the sea, or like one who lies down on the top of a mast. They struck me, but I did not become ill. They beat me, but I did not know it. When shall I awake? I will seek another drink. That's pretty descriptive and pretty sad, yet very real. There are way too many people that are like that today that have this problem. Notice what he's talking about in these Proverbs. The um, avoiding bad business ventures where you're focused on just seeking money, becoming rich. When the focus is, is rich is not not an income, not a, not a you know, to provide for your family, but or, you know I'm shooting for a billionaire, that kind of stuff. Appetite, drinking, sex, the basic pleasures that lure the pleasures that that um, invite one to f- forsake God to satisfy that urge, the gluttony, um, and uh, even. The, the rebellion, the uh, haughtiness of spirit, not obeying your parents, just being ugly to people, not helping the poor, just thinking about yourself, this total selfishness on all levels. This, these are the Proverbs that are saying, don't go there, don't do that. And it gives you examples to look out for so it's helpful. And you go, wow, am I like that around people? If I invite somebody over to my house and I give them something to eat, do I just look at them and go, I wish they weren't eating food you know and and that kind of oh yeah go ahead and eat it but oh i wish they weren't eating my food if it's the last donut yeah i get that way but yeah overall i love sharing (laughs)
we're all like that to a degree. <laughs> They're taking you the last of your favorite something we can be all be that way but overall if you don't want anybody ever in your house eating your food you don't ever want to share you don't ever want to bless people and you always are thinking about what you can get for yourself for your own flesh these are the things that he says to his son he says these will be a ruin to you and then he i like that he finishes off with the drinking part of it if you start down that road and if you drink with other people that drink it's a ruin to you but when you do drink it starts off as being something hey this is cool and it goes down smooth and it feels nice until you get to the end you keep drinking and it bites like a serpent and bad things start happening and it starts ruining your life and of course the same thing applies to the drugs even maybe more rapidly I don't know well, that is Proverbs. Again, so much we could go into there. So many things we could look at different angles, but we will press on. Look at Charles Spurgeon. Shine as many stars, and they will be wise. The title is Shine as Many Stars. And they that be wise shall shine as the brightness of the firmament. And they that turn many to righteousness as the stars forever and ever. Daniel twelve three. Here's something to wake me up. This is worth living for. To be wise is a noble thing in itself. In this place, it refers to a divine wisdom which only the Lord himself can bestow. Oh, to know myself, my God, my Savior, may I be so divinely taught that I may carry unto practice heavenly truth and live in the light of it. Is my life a wise one? Am I seeking that which I ought to seek? Am I living as I shall wish and had lived when I come to die? Only such wisdom can secure for me eternal brightness as the yonder sunlit skies. To be a winner of souls is a glorious attainment. I had need to be wise if I am to turn even one to righteousness, much more if I am to turn many. Oh, for the knowledge of God, of men, of the word, and of Christ, which will enable me to convert many fellow men and to convert large numbers of them. I would give myself to this and never rest until I accomplish it. This will be better than winning stars at court. This will make me a star, a shining star, a star shining forever and ever. Yea, more, it will make me shine as many stars. My soul, arouse thyself. Lord, quicken me. Charles Spurgeon there, giving a perfect commentary on the book of Proverbs. That's what he's doing there. He's saying, uh, Lord, give me wisdom. Give me understanding. I need it so that I can be effective in your kingdom. That I can shine brightly as a star, one that I would say would reflect the nature and character and the love of Christ, the one that could people would look to and say, How do I get that what you have? And then by knowledge and wisdom of the word, he can say, This is what life will do to you if you go down these roads, if you are selfish, you're seeking yourself, and you're always looking out for the things that satisfy your flesh. Take up the cross of Christ, follow him. And allow yourself to know his goodness. And these are the kinds of things that knowledge will do. And for he's a New Testament writer who understands the need for knowledge, the need for wisdom, 
to be used in bringing a person into salvation. It's pretty amazing, actually, when you think about it, that he can blend so beautifully the um, the Old Testament Proverbs in with uh, what we do when we do evangelism. So evangelism is, is certainly as simple as proclaiming the gospel about Jesus dying on the cross and raising again. A five-year-old can understand it. But wisdom can help us speak directly to the person to get them to listen. I think wisdom would help us say the person, the person, well, I've tried church, I've gone to church, it didn't work for me. And you can say, well, maybe it's because of the way you live your life in rebellion to God. Maybe it's because of this and this knife. I sense in you that you are a selfish person or that you're, you're hurting, somebody hurt you, and, um, and you've been trapped into a relationship. And, you know, the, the, it's amazing what God can open up in your mind when you are asking him to so that the person would then go, yeah, you're right. So be reading the Psalms, be reading Proverbs. And the way we're doing it is not really the way Solomon designed them. I should say maybe the Holy Spirit designed them to be read. There's a benefit for us moving through them quickly because we get the whole flow of this idea of righteousness and unrighteousness, our flesh versus the spirit. There's a lot of good in all of that, but take your time in the Proverbs. Feel free, just go back and find that one that you've heard before many times, or you know it, or you've never heard it, and it stuck out, and read it. Read it again, read it again. Think about it. See if it applies. See what God wants to show you in those areas. That's the benefit of the Proverbs. And then live those things out. Live in the light of wisdom through the Word of God. So important. And it's so wonderful that we have the guidebook to life. We just have to use it. Well, Father, thank you for this morning and giving us this time. Thank you for uh, allowing us to spend time with you and sit at your feet and ask you to teach us. Give us knowledge, God. Give us understanding as we come into the rest of this week and maybe have business appointments or things to go buy in the marketplace or um, traveling, people we have to meet. And in those day-to-day circumstances, Father, we can benefit so much if we keep our minds set upon the words that you've been speaking to us, the things that you're showing us even now. And so if you... (laughs) where we go places we can be very alert to the fact that the enemy will try and get us to drink too much. The enemy will try and get us to be selfish and to reject the various things that maybe God is on God's heart that's not on our heart. We're thinking about our 401k. We're thinking about the money we want to spend or the things we want to buy. And yet God would say, I have people out there with needs. I have people that need prayer. I need pe- people that are poor. And maybe God would direct you to go help those people. So, Father, thank you for giving us all of this. And do direct us in our minds, direct us in our thoughts. Help us to be your servants and ready to serve as you would guide us. want to pray for the sick, Father, those that are in need to um, have more medical treatments. We certainly pray for Juan Carlos, who is recovering in the hospital. We know he's getting good care. We thank you for that and pray that that infection goes away in his lung. But we want to pray for Carmen Briones who's finishing up her treatment this week. And we want to pray that through her treatment, her cancer treatment, God, that she would be found cancer-free. What a glorious thing. And what a 
a wonderful thing to hear someone tell me when they come and tell me that, hey, uh, they haven't found anything. It's I'm I'm cancer free. It's it's um, it's wonderful. It's phenomenal to hear that that can happen these days. That the treatments have progressed and that doctors know how to attack it. God, with the new different variant tre- treatments they have, and that these cells, these horrible things, can be wiped out. So we pray for that. Her, we pray for that with Hank. We pray for it with Karen Skoog. Uh, we pray for that with. Um, Steve, with BH, with, uh, of course, Joe, we're hearing that his is wiped out. Pastor Joe, we pray that that is done. Um, and we thank you for all those out there listening who have had cancer and are now cancer-free. We rejoice with them that you've continued to keep them cancer-free. My friend Ingrid, who wrote the book, God, after two events of stage four, that you've healed her. And so we thank you for her life and what you've done using her now to encourage other people to fight the good fight, to maintain their faith, and to grow in their faith by knowing your word. So thank you for these things, God. We ask that um, today you help the women to continue to plan the Vacation Bible School, which we'll be going up to next week. And uh, you be helping um, us with all of the various details we need to get done before we leave. So thank you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. So a quick reminder just for you guys, most of you heard last night, um, maybe you did if you were watching church, next Wednesday we will not have church here at Vallarta. We won't be canceling because we will be up in the mountains doing the vacation Bible school. I'm going to try and continue to do manna for breakfast while we're up there on my iPhone um, like I did last time. So we'll see how that goes. We'll keep trying, but uh, be appreciating your prayers as we uh, head up there, which will be after church on Sunday, I think, or Monday morning. One of those two. But we'll be heading up right away, starting into next week. And we got a lot of work to do. So be praying for that and for the people going up with us. So well, thank you very much for that. And, of course, be praying for our evangelism team as well. They'll be going out tonight to, down to the Malacone and witnessing. And uh, what a great group and um, so cool to the stories they come up, you know, they never come back and say, um, yeah, bummer, nobody would talk to us, nobody, nobody would receive a track. You never hear that. They always come back and say, oh, yeah, we had a bunch of tracks. And, you know, we met this person and this person, and this person was new in town. They were bummed out. We prayed for them. We encouraged them. And they always have very interesting stories. We, we may not see the fruit of it, this side of heaven, but there's a lot of people that get, that get prayed for and encouraged. And so we are... Just asking for your prayers for the team tonight. Something would just really beautiful happen as they go out and do what the Lord is calling them to do. So thank you, guys. We will see you again tomorrow at the same time. Keep looking up. Bye-bye.